Flint Macecore and Genro found two old friends and started the activity as Morthos solo offends. They ran to their first task and drank some ale, then wrangled some cows and pigs on the heavy scale. Several games still await for the group to complete. The town had better watch out because they are here to compete. You guys go over and uh, you get to the next station and there you see a sign that says the third night brought seven bushels of taters so in this game be the one to say see y'all laters time to jump 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 as fast as you can if you want to beat stumpy carl as you read this you think two things one it doesn't even come close to rhyming and two, you recognize the name Stumpy Carl. You look around, and standing near the starting line is a half orc. Uh, oh. Mace uh -oh. core and Jander, anything? I'm, ab I'm about to, to bring out my bow. I, I arrive back with the group right then, and I grab, I grab Mace core's shoulder from behind, and I say, hey, buddy, he's half. He's half. <laughs> Does that make him half okay? So you see this half orc. And he is the one and only Stumpy Carl, who at one point had been um, a kind of uh, essentially slave of a pirate ship. And the one and only Ben Oakazer had traded him, uh, traded for his freedom one time with one of his shipments. And that's how Stumpy Carl came to work for Ben, was that Ben freed him essentially, and then offered him a job since he didn't have anywhere else to go. And so while it's the holiday, he decided to come make a little extra money by working down at Green Hall. He's industrious guy. Yeah. Honestly. He, he doesn't have any family left, unfortunately. So uh, this is what he found himself doing on this holiday. And for this one, you are going to be doing a sack race. <laughs> Did I miss it in his description? Can we see clearly why he's called Stumpy Carl? I got a 14 stump check. Yeah, you look him up and down, and you notice uh, he's got all of his limbs, but his tusks have been cut off. Oh. Um, they cut off his tusks when he was on the ship because they were afraid that he would retaliate and that uh, he would essentially try to kill them that way. So now he is Stumpy Carl, the tuskless orc. Half work. Half work. <laughs> Whoa, Jandar, hold up, Maybe buddy. He's a half work. He's fine. Maybe we could lend him the carrots to put there instead. <laughs> <laughs> I like that uh, idea. Did anyone bring extra carrots with them? I have yes, the one that Matt got has... thrown at me. Well, I have one in my hand. It's mostly easy. There's one still in, uh, in Mortos's mouth, <laughs> so you could do that one. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Um, okay, so with the sack race, your movement speed is in half um and you can deal damage to your opponent um it is just going to end up being non-lethal because of a charm that's been put on this section of the town okay so what do we do so essentially you can move half of your speed and you can take actions against stumpy carl to uh keep him back so one of you can win and where is stumpy carl on this uh stumpy carl was last so 
I think oh. he'll end up being second because Mace Corps, you are going first. So this is about a hundred foot long race and half of your speed. So if you have a normal speed of 30, you can go 15. And, st- and Stumpy Carl's at the, the top of the, he's at the end, right? That's Stumpy. Yeah. I'm going to go out. I'm going to move to, can I go directly in front of Stumpy Carl? Uh, if you want to, I don't think you'll make it quite there, but you can make it almost in front of him since your speed is in half and you are starting. I'm going to call out when Mace Course starts to move. I'm going to call out, just go for the finish line. I'll take care of this jackass. <laughs> okay. As, as Morthos, as he, I was moving as Morthos said that, I said, all right. You like weaved up and then went straight forward and, uh, and then shoot him in the face. I have 15 speed, by the way. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. and then I'm gonna I'm gonna take a, wow! an arrow, and I'm gonna. You said they're rubber, right? Yeah. I'm gonna shoot Stumpy Carl right in the stump. <laughs> okay. Uh, roll to hit. Uh, my regular bow. Yeah. Right in the shin. I'm gonna say. That's nicer of you. You've clearly had the new police training. <laughs> no, I got a 23. Oh yeah, that that's gonna hit him. How much? Uh, I guess instead of how much damage, what type of uh, damage do you want to do to like slow him down? So you're hitting him in the shin. Yeah. I guess just like whenever you knock your shin against like a low table or something. It's like bludgeoning, right? Bludgeoning, yeah. piercing, uncontrollable pain damage. Oh gosh. Okay. Uh, he has been hit in the shin. And is going to take another five feet off of his movement. Uh, so Stumpy Carl is up next. And he's just going to move forward his speed, which would have been a little further than Mace Core, But now he is even with Mace Core going down the road. And he's going to cast Entangle in front of... Morthos, Genril, and Jandar. So that's a 20-foot space, um, which will half your movement. But he didn't cast it on you, so you guys aren't stuck. So you can move through it. Okay. And that brings us to Flint. All right. So I'm going to move up next to Maze Core. Or no, I would be a little bit behind him because I have only 25 speed. Um and so we're trying to like kill him over there, like uh, you're like yeah, trying slow to him slow down. him down or stop him. Okay. I think if you want to, you could um, do a double movement by taking your action and making it just moving forward again. You can dash. Yeah, you can dash. Oh yeah. Okay. Then I'm gonna do that. Let's go with that. Okay. So you're gonna move. Uh, I guess a total of let's see, 25 feet because that would be your normal speed. Yeah. Okay, so you're out in the lead right now. Flint's in the lead, and that brings us to Morty. You have some vines in front of you. All right, as a bonus action, I am going to pull a small flask out of my pocket, and I'm going to whip the cap off and hold it in my left hand, and I'm going to drink the contents of the flask, and I have just taken the potion of levitation, and... I am going to simultaneously push myself toward what's-his-face, Stumpy Carl, and that will hopefully allow me to jump over his entanglement. And I can then put the cap in my mouth, and that will make me once again normal buoyancy, so I'll return to the earth. So I'm going to try to, like, 
float toward him and then put the cap in my mouth in time to kind of land on him. Okay. Do an acrobatics check. That's fair. I'm asking a lot on this one. 19. Yeah, I think a 19 is enough. So you take this levitation. You're like still in your little sack holding it around your uh, waist. And with the other hand, you put the cap back in your mouth and... Are you tumbling or like diving towards him? So I just want to dive toward him and I want to touch him and then I want to use my action. Uh, what is your action? I am going to cast Bestow Curse. Ooh. Uh, on what's his face? Oh, God, I should remember his name. I'm the one that... Stumpy Carl! Stumpy <laughs> Carl. Um, bestow Curse means that a creature that I touch must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or become cursed for the duration of the spell which is up to one minute. And when I cast the spell, I choose the nature of the curse from the following options. And the one that I'm going to choose is while cursed, the target must make a saving throw, wisdom saving throw at the beginning of each of its turns. If it fails, it wastes its action during that turn doing nothing. Okay. So wisdom saving throw. Oh, wait, that doesn't speak about his movement, does it? Um, oh, that's not very helpful. Eh, whatever. I already chose it. We're doing it. Yeah, wisdom save. All right. Uh, does he need to do one now or just on his turn? Right now to see if it even works. Okay. Yeah, that's a four. Oh, yeah, that's going to work then. So he's cursed. So he, at the beginning of each of his turns now, has to make that same wisdom save. And if he gets lower than my spell save, then he has to uh, waste his action. So he can't do any actions. He can still move, though. Okay. Cool. Perfect. I tried, guys. You did Good well. Try. Good try. Good try, good try. That brings us to Genril. I'm going to cast um, Dispel Magic at, to get rid of the entanglements. Okay. So I choose one object within range. Uh, make an ability check using your spell casting ability. The DC equals 10 plus the spell's level. On a successful check, the spell ends. What level okay. is his entangle spell? Uh, I Like his save would be a 13. No, uh, what, well, what level is action? Oh, Entangle is a level one. Okay, so then it would be an 11 that she needs to get. So I need to roll an 11? Yeah, and you add your, uh, you're going to add your spell casting modifier. Hang on. 17. Nice. Yep, so that be the 11. So the vines wither and die in front of you, and now I think you have your movement. I have I have 25 feet and I have nimbleness so I can move through any area that any creature is larger than I am. Okay. Um, I think that'll still just be your 25 and a half. Okay. So you get almost up to where Mace Core and Stumpy Carl and uh, Morty are. And that brings us to Jandar. So I missed the very beginning of this. Is there a benefit to one of us? Like, are we racing each other or just trying to beat Stumpy Carl? Just trying, trying to, to be stumpy car. Perfect. Then we're doing like non-lethal damage to each other, right? Um, Whatever you do, it's not going to kill. probably has some spells up his sleeve that could break that rule pretty quickly. <laughs> I mean, called thunderclap. Thunderclap, push everyone <laughs> ten feet. How <laughs> <No> more? Very <laughs> 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 Carl soon just going to be known as pile of ash, Carl. Um, <laughs> <laughs> My ears are still ringing. So I'm going to cast uh, Earth Tremor. Um, and it causes a tremor in the ground uh, within range, and uh, the creature that, that I choose in that area must t uh, make a dexterity saving throw. Okay. 
Uh, does it have like an area that's affected or just a creature? Uh, it says a creature. Okay. Uh, the, the ground has to be within range and the range appears to be, oh, the range is, um, ooh, the range is 10 feet. Will that affect him if it's 10 feet? You could probably get within 10 feet of him. Yeah, you can move towards him. Okay, then, then let's do that. My speed is uh, 30. Okay. Yeah, so you can get within range, and then okay. it's a dex save? Yes. He rolled a 15. I think my attack save, I think it's dex 14 is, is an attack is, is mm. attack save. So. Okay. Damn. Uh, does he take any damage or anything from it? Let's or see. Um, no, it's only on, on a failed save. So. Okay. Uh, so you cast this, and the ground starts to shake, but Stumpy Carl stands strong as Morthos is still just, like, standing there staring at him, trying to curse him. And that brings us back to Flint. Go, Flint. Or, sorry. Go. Sorry, that brings us to Maze Corps. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cast a level 2 spike growth spell. So, um... Okay, this is 20 foot. I... The ground in a 20-foot radius centered on a point within range twists and sprouts hard spikes. The area becomes difficult terrain for the duration. When a creature moves into or within the area, it takes damage, but we're not doing damage. So, um, And the transformation on the ground is camouflaged to look natural. Uh, does he need to make a save or anything, or it's just when he moves? Any creature that can't see the area at the time the spell is cast must make a wisdom check against your spell to recognize the terrain as hazardous. So I want to cast it um, right in front of Thumpy. So that will be something he can see though, right? I guess so. But he'll still have to move around it? Yeah. Okay. Or like, does he move slower through it or is it just like he takes damage as it goes through? It's (laughs) difficult terrain. Oh, so So yeah, that cuts it in half. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Um, So he needs to make a wisdom check, a perception check to see, to to notice that it's difficult. Even if he can see it? Yeah, you need to oh, they can't see the area when the spell says. You're right, never mind. Okay, anyway. so he'll just have to move through it then? Yes. Okay. Or, you know, since it's a game at a carnival, he might decide you know what, guys, you're taking this a little too seriously I am done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna just move straight. Okay. Go, That'll score. get you a little past halfway and now Flint, you're up. I'm gonna keep moving forward. I'm just going to okay. dash everybody The double else. dash? Yeah. Okay, he's just always a little yeah. bit ahead of Mace Corps then. Um, he's more nimble. <laughs> Sprite. Oh, and that was, uh, sorry, uh, Stumpy Carl was supposed to go, and he's just going to try to move forward, and being uh, in that, his speed is halved even more. I get to make so. an opportunity attack as he leaves my melee range, right? Sure, yeah. I'm going to try to hit his ankle and trip him up. Okay, he only moved about seven feet or something anyway, but attack. Attack, attack. I got an 18 on my attack. What are you attacking with? The Cold Axe of Song. It's my steel guitar's name. Mm. Nice. Uh, <laughs> yes, that will hit. Do I, should I bother rolling damage or is it so, just like... Uh, he'll, he falls on his face as he tries to run past you. Oof, right under uh, the spikes. Yes. We all <laughs> laugh. Say fuck you, Stumpy Carl. He's <laughs> gonna be known as Holy Carl now. Stay down, Stumpy Carl. Stay down. <laughs> I want to win. 
<laughs> no. He's, hey, he's earning extra money. He's working hard. Stumpy, we value despite your stump. <laughs> I you heard, don't need to prove it to us. I heard you don't like orcs. I don't believe you. Well, except for that. We hate that. <laughs> I hate orcs. I hate all orcs. I'm going to kill all died. the orcs. <laughs> this group is so mean. I know there's like a bunch of kids coming up next that are much more fun. <laughs> Why are you being mean to him? Shut the fuck up, kid. <laughs> uh, there's like one little kid to the side that just starts booing you. Um, Morty, you are up. Shoot him with a real oh, eye. Um, <laughs> I, I am going to... Uh, I'm going to use my potion of levitation again. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull the cap out of my mouth and float a little bit. And I'm going to just jump and try again to land right on Stumpy Carl. And I'm just going to try to grapple him with my turn this time. Okay, make... Uh, I think that's a strength attack. He's at disadvantage, too, because he's laying on the ground. So he only got a six. 14 for Morty. So are you... How do you... Uh, do you want to, like, just sit on him? No, I'm, like, I'm like full-on, like, laying flat on him. I'm just, like, hanging <laughs> okay. on to him now. <laughs> okay. I'm covering Hang him. on him. Laying on top of Stumpy Carl, just holding him to the ground. And I'm like, I'm la- I feel like I'm laughing maniacally and like trying to tickle him. Do you like, oh, I was thinking you like lounge on your back and like start strumming your instrument. No, no, no. Oh, I, you- I won't be strumming my instrument. <laughs> <laughs> Tickled him for a few minutes. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, uh, I'll. Yeah, depending on how things go with Stumpy Carl, we may be strumming <laughs> instruments later. In the evening, but no, not out here in front of the kids. <laughs> uh, whatever drinking, my friend. Whatever makes you happy. They say we support love no matter what. No matter what. <laughs> the kids at Green Hall have seen a lot. <laughs> they have been through it. Yeah. Yes. Okay, and Genril, you are up. All right, I think I'm just gonna. Dash straight forward. All right. It seems like everything is happening. I can go 25 feet forward. <laughs> you sideways glance at whatever's going on and keep running. Like, maybe he's found someone. Jandar, you're up. I'm about to fucking thunderclap that kid who was booing us. <laughs> <laughs> no, Do it. Just Do it. You just, like, knock him on his ass. <laughs> oh, my God. Um... <clears throat> Jandar drops his sack for the race and just goes and attacks the children in the crowd. They're like, oh, Dory. (laughs) (laughs) Which one of you is laughing at us? They all point to the kids that they don't like. Uh, Can I go and try to intimidate that kid who booed us? (laughs) Yeah, do it. Sure. You hop over. He's uh, like a little bit in front of where Stumpy Carl has fallen. Uh, make an intimidation check. Um, that's <laughs> nine. The kid got a three, so uh, how are you intimidating him? Proud of yourself? Good. Are you proud of yourself? You're intimidating a child. Yeah, Very I'm nice. going to lean in real close. I'm going to go, I will. <laughs> <laughs> Your baby is in that I'm- house. <laughs> I tell I tell him that he's got five <laughs> seconds to get. I'm gonna thunderclap the shit out of his ears. <laughs> he he stands there. Uh, give me a perception check. Uh, thirteen. 
you you notice as this kid turns to run away that he has wet himself a little bit as he runs <laughs> away from you. Good. Trying to find his mother. Uh, and uh, he's no longer booing you. Huh? So now I'm done. <laughs> we're back to Mace Corps. I'm gonna I'm just gonna go straight, but I'm gonna nudge, I'm gonna throw I'm gonna try and throw Flint off his balance as I pass. <laughs> okay. You could dash uh, too. I don't know we mean. have the same team. <laughs> we are, but I wanna make be a, yeah, go ahead and make a strength strength <laughs> check. Uh, you do a, do a opposing one. So both of you strength Like strength roll. saving or nineteen strength. Yeah, yeah, you do a save and Mace Corps will do an attack. Oh, an attack. I'm sorry. I got 15. a 19. Damn. Oh. <laughs> so Mace Corps, you run by and you like hip check Flint uh, and he just stands there like a rock. <laughs> and I end up almost getting thrown out. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and that uh, causes you to fall only a few feet short of the finish line. <laughs> Stumpy Carl is up and he's going to try to throw Morthos off of him. Uh, with a six. That's not going to do it. <laughs> um, so he's just there flailing, trying to get up as he's just like pinned into these. He um, likes it. <laughs> oh, Ew. please get off of me. Um, and then Flint, you are up. Right, I want to go forward, but I want to try and climb up Mace Corps back and leap towards the finish line <laughs> off his shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> make an acrobatics check. Let's go. I'm gonna make this fucking pretty. All right. mm. I do got it. a seventeen. Oh yeah, I think he you did do it. it. Yeah. All right. I climb up his back and I do like a full front flip and I land and turn and I'm just there with my hands up and I look at him and then I bow. I give him a slow <laughs> clap. You do the whole Simone bio yes. like to every uh, exa- Yeah, I'm bowing to every every area. <laughs> you would have more people clapping, but Jandar just scared them all away. Yeah, that's right. There's no one there anymore. <laughs> Jandar's uh, just flipping all the people off who are still there. <laughs> uh, and you all hear a bell ring and another glass orb appears uh, with a little... Uh, wooden token inside with uh, it looks like a potato you think because this was for <laughs> the night of potatoes I didn't hear it I'm still wrestling with Stumpy Carl are we going to throw some water on these two what <laughs> yeah, are we no, doing? Stumpy Carl's uh, he's just laying there now it's like the brother in a Christmas story yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stumpy Carl lay there like a slug it was his only defense <laughs> <laughs> and now you have three places left to go. All of them are outside of town. Maybe not the best strategy, but that's where we are. Um, so I think you guys have numbers one, uh, four, and what's the last one? Seven. One, four, and seven are left. And they're all outside of town, kind of around the outskirts near the trees. Four. I'm in. Four. Four it is. Hi, everyone. It's that time. Once again, time for our mid-roll. 
I wanted to start by saying congratulations to at neonlitch2020 on Twitter for winning our dice bag giveaway. Follow us on Twitter so you can see when we do our next giveaway for your chance to enter to win. Hey, everybody. I just wanted to hop on quickly and say thank you so much for listening to This Is How We Roll. We have seen an uptick in the number of downloads in the last few weeks, and we just want to say thank you to everyone who's been listening and, and inviting other people and introducing them to the show. Please continue doing that. The word of mouth is the best way for our show to grow. We also have some episodes coming up where our players will be visiting Green Hall, which is the home of the Druids in our homebrewed world of Finradell, and they will be shopping for some magical items and potions and such. If you're someone who likes to create homebrewed content, uh, maybe you've got a favorite item from your own campaign that you would love to see in ours. Please feel free to send those items to this is how we roll dnd20 at gmail.com. You can find that email address in our show notes. Uh, but you could feel free to submit items, even if they don't make it onto this particular episode coming up. You could always get it into a future episode, and we would love to hear from you. I wanted to add that if you haven't already followed us on Twitter, please look us up at at T-I-H-W-R, and you will find that we're going to be posting some of our original maps and images from some of our game sessions. So if you're someone who listens to the show and you want to see some of the visuals that we're actually using ourselves, please take a look at that. And uh, yeah, thanks. Thank you for choosing to listen to our adventure. If you like what you hear, be sure to give us a rating and review wherever you're listening. I think that's everything. So until next week, stay safe and keep on rolling. So you guys travel the main road out of town and you head to, oh, sorry, it's number five. Uh, So you guys head towards number five. And as you approach, you see none other than Mousy standing at a table. Morty, Morty heard that we were going to number four, so he arrives at whatever number four is by accident. Oh, he went back to the bar where you guys were playing darts. Okay, he grabs a beer, and then he heads out to number five. (laughs) Okay, so you see Mousy standing there at a table, um, and on it are five covered dishes, and uh, she is standing there waving at you guys as you approach, and you come up to the little piece of paper next to the sign that says, the fifth night came with five wheels of cheese, and if you like cheese, you will do this one with ease. Some cheeses smell good and some can stink. Take a bite and then it's time to think. And so mm. this station is a cheese tasting station. That doesn't sound so hard, guys. I think we can do this. I'm going to tell you guys right now, I fucking love cheese. Um, so on the, on the table before you, you have those covered dishes and you have six signs, actually, that list different kinds of cheeses. And to the left of the table... There is kind of a little booth that's going to prevent the other people in your party from seeing the cheese that you are tasting. And so one at a time, you will decide which number cheese you want to taste. Mousy will take it behind that booth with you. You'll taste it. And um, when you come back out, you'll decide which type of cheese you think is underneath of the cover. 
So this is basically going to be investigation unless there's something else you want to do to help determine what kind of cheese you are tasting. And yeah, so we'll keep the same initiative as we have been and we'll start. I'd like to cast a level five chem and bear charm on the entire team. No, it's something I made up. (laughs) So it begins. I'm going to cast a level 17 lactose intolerant charm. (laughs) Oh God. (laughs) We will never get through this without bathroom breaks. Mousy, we need a bathroom. Stat. Uh, she says, all right, y'all, who's going to be first? And I believe uh, we can start at the top of the order. Flint, mm. uh, we'll have you go first. So you tell me what number you want to try. All right. All right. Uh, let's go three. All right. She picks up the tray and heads behind the curtain, the little booth thing, and you go over there and roll me an investigation check. All right. 26. Oh my gosh. You know everything about this cheese. <laughs> uh, <laughs> from looking at it, you can tell that it has some blue speckles in it. It, it smells pretty stinky. It's uh, sharp and tangy, um, a little crumbly. And mm. uh, it's up to you whether you enjoy the taste of it or not. Um, so you taste that cheese, you see that cheese, and you come back out. Um, and which cheese do you think is under number three? I'm going to go blue cheese. All right. So you move the little sign that says blue cheese in front of number three. If you guys don't think it's correct, you can take your turn to change one of the cheeses. So Flint thinks number three is blue cheese. And now we will go on to... Morty, Morthos, you are up. Give me number two. All right. So she picks up number two, goes behind the screen as you do the same, and give me an investigation. That is going to be an eight. Mm-hmm. Oh, not my finest moment. Just do yeah. deception and just <laughs> figure it out. I'm pretty drunk. I can't really tell. <laughs> I, I know it's cheese. Yeah, you can't you can't even see it that well. Um, but it has um, a sharp flavor, and uh, you think it might be kind of orange, but you're really not sure. I am going to go with cheddar. All right. So Morthos comes out and moves the little sign that says cheddar cheese in front of the plate number two, and then that brings us to. Jandar. I'm number one, so let's go with number one. All right. Uh, again, she takes, uh, Mousy takes a little plate of cheese and goes behind the curtain. Roll me an investigation. Uh, 18. With an 18, you can tell uh, that this one has a pretty spreadable texture. And you notice that there's a hint of like a grape leaf that might have been wrapping it around. And it doesn't taste like it is made from cow's milk. I'm going to go with goat cheese. Final answer. Well, there, it, uh, it's not your final answer yet until you label all. Oh, no, no. That's my final answer. Jandar removes the goat cheese sign from number one. And Jandar. Yeah. 
Maybe we can make a distraction and look under all these lids and take all the guesswork out of it. Okay, I'm right. I'm right. I'm, I'm behind you. What should, what should we do? Should I do a, a thunderclap? Can't you do like fireworks or something? Uh, ooh, I can cast a uh, a uh, magic weapon spell on the dishes and control them. <laughs> what 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 are you all talking about? Nothing. What are you whispering about there? Mousy, you're the best. Hey, where's where's that little uh, halfling girl that's supposed to be with you guys? Hey, do you have any crackers? Do you have any crackers to go with crackers? this? Crackers? No, we don't have any crackers. Just cheese and whiskey. Mm-hmm. Disappointing. Two of the main three food groups. It, if you had crackers, you'd have all of them. <laughs> Should I show Mousy the cod piece and blind her? <laughs> <laughs> pew, 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 pew. <laughs> All right, who's up? I'm losing my buzz. Yeah, well, where's where's that little halfling? <laughs> she she uh she got sick because she uh couldn't bear to have yelled at a child, so she she's uh down for the count. Oh my gosh! Someone yelled at a child up there. He had it coming. No, I, he I had don't know. it coming. It just... No, no, he had it coming. Heavens to Betsy! He was a big child. To, to he say wet the himself least. on his own. He did it on his own. We didn't do anything. Fake news. <laughs> uh, she's just going to move on from that, uh, taking a swig of the whiskey from her flask on her hip. Well, I guess that leaves Macecore to see our turn. I guess so. A little old Macecore, I'm right at the end. I'm going to see what's in number five. All right. Uh, roll me an investigation check. Nine. Nine. With this one, you taste that it's a little creamy, and sm- uh, with uh, smelling, you can tell it smells faintly sour. I'm going to say it's mm. cottage cheese, because it just sounds gross to me. I don't even, I never eat cheese. Dragons never eat cheese. It's more of a humanoid thing, and we uh, we prefer no cheese, but that sounds what it, like it is. Oh, are 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 you lactose intolerant? We are. I I don't know. I've never had cheese before. Gonna the jury's out on that one. Number four is the only one that you guys have not labeled yet. And Flint's up. Flint, eat that yeah, one. Yeah, we are up to Flint. Flint, what number do you do? You want to try one of the other ones, or do you want to go for number four? Eat that cheese. Eat that cheese. Eat I that want six. What? Well, there's not a number six. I'm confused. Give me four. Uh, all right. And she takes number four to the side with you. Roll me an investigation. Can I make a sleight of hand to check under number uh, one while he does that? Uh, sure. Yeah. I got all a right. 15. 16 for me. I'm just trying to peek under number one and see if we got that one right. Okay, so Mousy had a uh, 15 for her perception. So you just make it under her perception. You uh, check under number one, and to you, it does, in fact, look like goat cheese. And then Final Flint, uh, you had a... I thought they were going to have answer cards mm-hmm. underneath. <laughs> well, screw me. I don't know what that cheese <laughs> what is. What did you have for your check, Flint? I had a 15. Okay. With a 15, you find a cheese that is surprisingly springy. It is moist, uh, but also firm like a paste. And uh, 
just overall refreshing and you feel like it will be go great on top of uh, something that could be cooked. Uh, <laughs> springy? <laughs> like the season. Right. Right. Fuck it. Uh, feta. All right. Flint moves a feta sign in front of number go four. Feta. Good answer. Good answer. Good answer. I'm clapping. Uh, does anyone want to check any of the other cheeses out, or do you want this to be your final answer? Can I try the feta? Yeah. Uh, I want. I've never had springy cheese before. Okay, Morthos. Uh, head on behind the curtain with Mousy, and she gives you a bite of this cheese. I got a seven. It's not gonna help. What are you guys doing behind the curtain over there? Ooh. Mousy just comes back out. I'm eating this pasty springy cheese. That's what we're doing. Yeah. What do you feel about the pasty springy cheese? I don't know. How was it, Morthos? (laughs) Eh. (laughs) You know. That good, huh? I also want to taste that feta, number four. All right, Jandar, what do you get? My colleagues are not, not, they're not filling me with a ton of confidence uh, with their ability to identify springy cheese. Come on, guys. It comes after uh, winter, before summer. Come on. Well, to be fair, Jandar was teaching a cheesemongering class at his school. (laughs) So how are we supposed to be able to compete with that? All right. um, With his proficiency in cheese tasting. 16. Okay. Uh, 16. Uh, you get pretty much the same thing. It's a mild cheese. It's refreshing. I'm going to... Spring, springy. It's still springy. Still springy. I'm going to switch it with uh, mozzarella. Yeah, I think that's the right move. All right. Feta cheese is being switched with mozzarella. She said it was mild, and I don't know anybody who's ever described a good feta as mild. Mm. And I've tried to bounce it before. Not very springy. <laughs> no, it's not springy. Not springy. It's more splorky. <laughs> it just goes splat. splat. It goes, it goes, the ground. goes splunk. <laughs> I, I don't know. I feel like that's more of a cottage cheese that goes splunk. <laughs> uh, yeah, this mousy. <laughs> All right. Are you guys happy with your answers? Final. Hell yeah. yeah. Final answer. Cheese. Cheese. Coat. He oh. lifts up the number one, and underneath you do, in fact, find goat cheese. Under, yeah. Under number two, you find some nice yellow cheddar cheese. It was the color, guys. The color gave it away. I did barely <laughs> tasted it, honestly. Under three, you find some uh, very moldy blue cheese. Maybe more moldy than it should be. I want to do a strength check and give Flint a chest bump. Yeah, uh, opposing strength checks. Can I see if I do it and he goes backwards? Yeah, yeah. So roll your uh, strength. and. Uh... I got a natural oh, 20. fucker. I'm just chest bumping you into oblivion here. <laughs> I got a 19. Oh, oh that's pretty good. <laughs> Not bad. I stumble a little bit. <laughs> we get like real height on this stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we get out. We time it perfectly. It's a perfectly timed chest bump. I feel like Morthos will have to go down a little and flip goes no, up. I'm just up to his crotch when I do it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mousy uncovers number four. And there you find a nice ball of mozzarella cheese. A nice springy <laughs> ball of mozzarella. Springy. Yes. Very springy. Uh, and under number five, a bowl of cottage cheese. Oh, oh boy. 
Oh, you were right, Mace Core. That's gross. Um, and with that, as she uncovers the last one, you hear a bell ring and a glass ball appears and inside is a little wooden, uh, tiny wheel of cheese that has been carved. Can I, can Sweet. I take some of the cottage cheese and put it in my pocket for later? Uh, sh- sure you can. Yeah, I have a whole bucket of it here underneath my table. I'm going to grab some uh, cheddar cheese. I'm grabbing the cheddar cheese. A lot of it. Oh, man. <laughs> I take the springy literally as much as you can carry without being encumbered. Can I can I take the mo- I'm I'm gonna take the mozzarella cheese and can I uh slam it as hard as I can down <laughs> on the floor to see if it bounces up? Yeah. Uh give a strength check. And while they're doing this, I'm gonna pick up two of the lids and play them like symbols. <laughs> okay, cheese is being taken. Mace Tor slams down his uh mozzarella Eleven. cheese. Eleven. It bounces up only like two inches and is now covered in dirt and grass. This isn't springy. This isn't springy, mousy. There's no spring on here. this. Oh, sorry. Here, let me put this back on the plate for you. I'm just going to put it back on the plate for her. I put uh, it in my yeah. pocket as well. Yeah, y- y'all can keep that mozzarella cheese now. I'm not going to give that to the people who come after you. Let's try all of them. See if they bounce. <laughs> we just start throwing uh, cheeses at each other. <laughs> Literally, the moment she gave us this orb, it just erupts into chaos in this tent. Would y'all get out of here? I see some more people coming. And behind you, you see this group of like teenagers from the town heading your way. And oh boy, hold Jandar back. Somebody get him. Let me at him. Let me at him. Let me at him. <laughs> he's, got, he's got the cheese rage. Somebody help me. Uh, Jandar, make a strength check to go after these people as Morthos tries to hold you back. Oh, boy. Uh, um... Oh, no. I got a one. Oh, jeez. Fucking destroy these damn kids. He just, like, he just absolutely trucks me on his way to get them. Does anyone want to stop Jandar from attacking this group of people behind you? Nope. No. Okay. Nope. <laughs> um, are you attacking them or just intimidating them somehow? Oh, I'm going to uh thunder clap the shit out of them <laughs> oh god <laughs> thunder clap away roll an attack <laughs> they were just they were just young that was their biggest problem <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll teach them to be young <laughs> how dare you each creature within the range other than you must succeed on a constitution saving throw or take one uh, D uh, 1d6 thunder damage. Okay. <laughs> they rolled a 17. Oh, that's a cantrip? That's great. Ah, oh, damn it. So you thunderclap at them, and, like, the ground kind of shakes, and you can see that they're, like, almost pushed back a little bit, but your spell isn't quite strong enough. Oh. I, I turn to the group and say, run, it didn't work. <laughs> ah! Everybody, everybody beat it. And- Bye, Mousy. <laughs> I want to. I want to whip the last lid that I was holding just as hard as I can at Mousy as we leave. Okay. Um, <laughs> are you going to warn her or just throwing it out? Or no, 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 no. It's just like as like the. Are we in a tent? Is that what you said? Uh, no, it's just a table set up in a clearing. Oh well, that makes it harder for me to hit her. But I was going to say that the flap comes down and it just comes flying through right after that. But no, uh, I'll just, uh, out of the dark, I'm just going to, like, frisbee throw it right at her. Okay, make me an attack roll. 
All right. I'm not going to give myself uh, any kind of efficiency on that. Uh, 12. Uh, and she That's has a 12 for passive perception. So she probably catches so it. So I, yeah, I think it, it's like a last second catch and it bumps her a little bit in the cheek, but not enough to actually hurt her. She's probably a pretty sick ultimate player though. So <laughs> that makes sense. And she just gives you kind of a, a an angry look and is definitely taking note that you should not be invited back to uh, Green Hall. Oh, shit. Um, and the teens, meanwhile, after their thunderclap, have also just started running towards her stand, hoping that that will save them from any further attacks from opposing teams. <laughs> if you try. And now you guys have two more places. They're basically on opposite sides of the area so it's all on the outskirts near the woods you have number seven and number one let's do number seven number seven i'll follow you to the ends of the earth stop it all right so you approach number seven and on the post next to that stand you see once again a little piece of paper and it says three barrels of apples appeared on the seventh night shining brightly in the light. When you are ready, grab the bow. Your shooting skills, it's time to show. And for this one, all you have to do is shoot three apples. One is sitting on a barrel. One is on a makeshift conveyor belt. And you assume that it's being run by magic because there's no one really here to monitor it. And the last one, you get the sense that there is some kind of magic that when you're ready for it, you will have to shoot something out of the air, kind of like a training exercise. Ah, uh, the magical moving conveyor belt. I taught that class. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's part of the mechanical engineering and magic class. So this is with a normal bow. So no specialized bows. You can't use your own weapons. And uh, you get three arrows for each one. If you don't get one of them with three arrows, then you have to start over. So we have to hit each of the apples with the, the arrow? Yeah. So we will start with, let's see, I think Morthos, you were the last one. So Jandar, you're going to be up first. So this is going to be a bow attack, which I believe is dexterity. If you're proficient in it, you can add your proficiency. And tell me which apple you're going for. The one on the barrel, the one on the conveyor belt, or the one in the air. Let's go with the one on the barrel. Roll to hit. Ooh, three. Ah, three. Jandar picks up this uh, normal wooden bow, and it's basically like his eyes are closed, and he just pulls back and launches the arrow, and it goes sailing off into the woods. I I, I was actually aiming for a kid in the woods. (laughs) It also misses the kids in the woods. It was that kid that was booing us earlier. (laughs) He couldn't find his mom, so he ran off to the woods for somewhere to hide. Um, But he is out of range as well. Let's try it again. Let's go with, let's go, let's go back to the uh, barrel. I'm going to try the barrel again. Ah, no, sorry. Next person. They're up. (laughs) Mace Core, you're up. It's me. Can I try and aim at, uh, are any of them in a line that I can aim at each of them uh, at once? Uh, no, they're pretty spaced out. Can I shoot the conveyor belt to stop it from going? If you want to, yeah. Uh, well, I'll, I'll shoot the one on the, ar- the barrel first then. 
Okay. Um, and it's a D20? It's a D20, um, and if you're proficient with a bow, long or short, you can add that proficiency. I am. Uh, 15. 15. Uh, tell me how you hit this apple on the barrel. I close my eyes, I say, I'll show you guys how it's done. I take the arrow and uh, I twirl around once and then I unleash the arrow and I say, see, I told you guys I would do it. And it splits the arrow right in half, two perfect halves just falling to the side of the barrel. Um, so that is one down. So you- Damn, that's one hard apple. You have the conveyor belt and then the one that's gonna be launched in the air. And we are up to Flint. All right. Um, I want to do the conveyor belt one. All right. Give me uh, your dex roll to hit the apple. Uh, I got a 15. A 15 will also hit. So tell me how you hit this apple scrolling across the conveyor belt. It's right at the edge. And I don't use a bow. I just throw it with my hands because I don't know how to use a bone. I'm not good at that. And it just pierces right through it and goes into the ground and knocks off. Nice. So no bow, just a thrown arrow. Just a, just a old fashioned throw with an arrow. <laughs> Almost like a javelin. And then uh, I eat some cottage cheese and call it a day. It's a, it's a cottage cheese in your pocket. <laughs> some pocket cheese. Yep. <laughs> Did you keep the container the cheese was in, or you just no, scooped no, the no. cheese it's, into it? No, no, no. I just scooped the cheese into my pocket. It's literally just like just oozing out of my pocket right now. And I'm just spooning it into my mouth with my fingers. <laughs> Can you do an arcana check on that cheese to make sure, you know, like in Space Jam, they have like the magic water. Be sure the cheese doesn't give magical properties. You you could do a check. I don't know that it will reveal anything, but do you want to do an arcana check? Check the cheese. Check the cheese. Check the cheese. Stop the I'm doing an arcana uh, check. Cheese. Uh, I got a four. I got a six. So we're, not, we're not learning it. Face court side eyes Flint as he's just shoveling this cheese into his mouth. And uh, you you don't notice anything special. It just looks like yes. some cottage cheese that's been sitting in the sun for a good uh, half of the day. No, no one thinks anything of me spooning cheese into my mouth with my fingers out of my pocket. And now we have one apple left. And it is the apple that's going to fly into the air. And Morthos, you are up. So I have a question. Yeah, here we uh-huh. go. <laughs> is there like a line that we're not allowed to cross to shoot from? Did you did you describe that? I wasn't paying um, attention. I did not describe that. But yes, there's um, like a barrel with the bow and arrow in it on one side. And then just an empty barrel on the other side, making the line for you to shoot from. Does it appear there is any sort of magical or other repercussions if I pass the line and get much, much closer to take my shot? Uh, I don't know. Can you detect magic? No, but I can, I can see and uh, I have a, I have a but feeling. I but... guess you can make maybe an arcana check as well. Yeah, I think that sounds good. Let me just make sure there's nothing I can do. Mm, yeah i'm just gonna i can i kind of do that as like a uh, pre-action yeah bonus action all right let's do an arcana check it's not gonna go well oh natural 20 (laughs) with your natural 20 you just have this feeling that if you cross the line that is going to sound an alarm and reset the whole thing okay do i have any feelings about whether 
that same system would detect if I teleported myself or the apple? Um, probably not the apple, but if a being of any kind would cross the line, yes, you think it would be set off. Oh, man. All right. I don't think that's going to work. Okay. Then I will take a shot with the bow. All right. Flint. How exciting. Flint hands it over. It's now got like uh, on the handle. There's just cottage cheese. (laughs) I would like to try to take the shot like using my foot to hold the bow, like a very acrobatic shot. Is that okay? Yeah. I'm trying to think if you should roll both acrobatics and dexterity. Yes, I think you should. Yeah. So let's do acrobatics first and then we'll do dexterity. So acrobatics to see if you can get even like hold the bow with your feet. Well, I only got an 11 on acrobatics, but I got another natural 20 when I rolled my dexterity. I think so you, I believe are probably sitting down and kind of leaning back on your arms and you're trying to situate this bow between your feet. And it's just not working, but you do get it so that you can hold the bow with one foot, but then you have to use your hand to actually shoot the arrow and it goes flying and slices the apple and it actually sticks in and uh, keeps flying into the woods and uh, impales itself on a tree and it's just hanging there. I thought you were going to say oh, a kid. I was really <laughs> hoping... A, a young, young and child. And himself on that small crying child. A young boy named William Tell is killed by the apple. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it sticks in a tree, and you hear that familiar bell ring, and a glass orb appears with a wooden apple inside of it. Holy shit! Did you guys see that? No. What? Wow. I. I mean, I just. I didn't even know how I got that shot off. I think this game was rigged to be too easy. It doesn't matter. Shooting arrows is a stupid thing. No one should ever do it. Yeah, everybody hates anyone who does that. Yeah, jeez. <clears throat> May score. <laughs> All right, guys, we got one more to get. Guys, I have a lot of skill. Why are you making fun of my skills here? It's his only skill. It's my only <laughs> skill. I'm very stupid. <laughs> uh, I would like to. I would like to cast mending, which is a cantrip, and I'm going to mend the relationship between Macecore and Jandar. okay what what does that look like what if i'm very resistant to it Uh, um no so i'm I'm just gonna pat them both on the shoulder at the same time and say guys come on we're all friends here are we uh its duration is instantaneous it says the spell repairs a single break or tear in an object you touch such as a broken chain link two halves of a broken key a torn cloak or a leaking wineskin and if Macecore and Jandar's relationship isn't exactly like a broken chain link fence, then I don't know what is. Um, you pat each of them on the shoulder and you think that... You just ask them if they feel better. Well, I think you think that they feel better, but really they're just bonding over how weird it is that you uh, just patted them both on the shoulder and are trying to comfort them, even though they don't really know you that well. Turn to uh, Macecore and say, what a weirdo, am I right? You believe that guy? What is he doing on his shoulders? Listen, guys, I, I let me tell you about essential oils. <laughs> you know I just I just think I was me too. Pretty sure I was me too. I didn't ask me touch. Tell oh, me God. more about the right. oils. <laughs> Where can I buy some? Well, listen, you should really become a seller yourself. <laughs> Use a discount code more first ticket. 
Use the Guys, don't we have one more of these things to get? Yeah, let's do that last one. Number one. Are you guys going to hustle to the next spot? The last one? We'll walk gingerly. Okay. I, yeah, we're going to give Jandar some I space. I want to hold hands with Morthos when we do it, though. <laughs> yeah, we can skip. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Uh, so some of you skipping, some of you just strolling leisurely and brooding. Um, you make your way across the field to number one. Let's party. Very nice. Boom. Woo. Boom. Christmas party.